0: It's a terrible football show, all right?
1: I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane, OH! Ohh. OH! H. Oh, baby, go.
2: yeah! Shane, I swear to God. Welcome, Welcome to, to a terrible, terrible football, football show! That's my quarterback and my teammate, man! <laughs> 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 Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year! Alex. What up? You
1: could thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four?
0: Yeah, let a terrible football show let a terrible foot- decide let a terrible the top four. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> Roll Tide. Have a good one, guys. Oh, one. oh yeah, you got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, you
1: know, I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs>
0: get that right i will fly you out and take you to a game in dallas of your fucking choice Ooh. oh shit yeah he's successful at just giving his terrible opinion so why can't i it's a terrible football show after all Welcome to a Terrible Football Show episode, Andre Reed. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're watching. If you're watching the live alongside of us or watching or listening after the fact, we appreciate that of you. Uh, it's uh, we don't have a full barn here today. It's just me and Jacob holding it down. No Ricky this week, unfortunately. But that you know what that means though? I got Ricky notes. I got Ricky notes I'm shout out. I won't forget them. I won't save them to the end of the show. We're gonna get these knocked out very early here in the next few minutes. But I do have Jacob here.
2: Jacob, how you doing? Hey man, it's the classic duo right here. I know, I know. It's the two guys. It's the one-two punch right here. The it's oh, it's so good to just be us two. I miss the guys, but man, there's something different about shows when it's just me and you. Man,
0: you're gonna be, man, you, Ricky, you 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 call him out, okay? You you talk to him, all right? He's the one saying those words.
2: no we were we were talking about it before the show alex was saying the same stuff we're just on the air you know he doesn't want to say anything no
0: we're just no 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 (laughs) no don't don't drag me under the bus with you (laughs) you son of a bitch (laughs) Ricky might pop in though
2: it's been a great day uh it's been a weird day this whole week's been weird so far because of daylight savings time my body has not been able to recuperate whatsoever with this schedule like for my job we have a solid eight hours of daylight to get anything done now and it's it's impossible to get a job done in one day yeah like we used to
0: yeah which is that's unfortunate in your line of work and then from yeah. my line of work my you know it's just like we've dropped off a cliff in business although we had this one random week right now of where it's like 80 degree weather down here it's like what the hell
2: yeah uh, it's it's 60s now right now yeah. where i'm at so, so. it's
0: it's weird yeah, it's going back to being cold next week. So yeah, my bu- my business has dropped, but it's okay because I have I've set like record breaking numbers for my market this year. So shout out to that! <laughs> hey, congratulations! Hey, hey shout out to that baby! Let's get it! Let's get it! That's real world talk right there. But we're not here to do real world talk. We're here to do football talk, which is still real world talk. I'm just saying, like, not like our real world, you know, outside yeah, yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. The person beyond Alex Light, you know, and Jacob Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway first and foremost if you could you could support the boys and pick up some rogue energy because it's delicious use the referral link down below and promo code sparky3 to get 10 percent off and you can also use the referral link down below to go over to agent inc and pick up a jersey because they're really nice jerseys and they have a trash can on the front of it and why wouldn't you want a trash can on your shirt it's just so good look at that it's so beautiful and join the discord you can come chat with us Thanks for the backup there on the promotion. I appreciate that. Hey, no problem. That's only for the video uh, watchers. If you're listening to the audio format, which I know you people do, and I appreciate everyone that listened to the audio, uh, you should definitely go check out the video because there are always some antics going on in the background that you don't necessarily understand or comprehend listening to the audio format, but we do our best here. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's. Go, uh, I want to go ahead and shout out Ricky's Notes because I don't want to forget until the last 30 seconds of the show, because I'm going to feel so bad (laughs) if that happens. So let's go through his notes. All right, here we go. The notes for today from our very own Ricky. Arkansas enjoyed their one game win, probably losing this coming week. Hopefully I'm wrong. That expensive Cowboys O-line is killing me. At the damn 11-yard line, no blocking for Dak whatsoever on the final plays. However, still optimistic. They're going to be fine down the road. Jacob, I told you Air Force sucked and didn't deserve to be in the top 25. Nah, I did defend Air Force. I told him to stop picking on Air Force.
2: Listen... (laughs) They deserved. Up until this week, they deserved to be in the top twenty-five.
0: Agreed. Okay? Agreed. I think they're still going to win the Mountain
2: West, personally. That's my. Take I, I. You win. know, I. I can see that. I can yeah. honestly see that. And. And if I have, to, if I if I had to be completely honest, Air Force wouldn't have made it into my top twenty-five if James Madison was eligible.
0: Fair. Which we're going to talk about today. We're gonna we're gonna chat about that. Like I told Jacob before we started, we're gonna be a little bit more organized today. I've got a list. I've got a list of key points to hit. Uh, so shout out to that. We're, almost, we're gonna be like a real a real a real football show today. We we're gonna be like around the horn or something. Shout out to that. We're we're organized <laughs> for once. Anyway. Uh what a comeback and weird season for Oklahoma State. Had lost to South Alabama and Iowa State, and then won the last five and most likely went out. Very true. Keep in mind week one uh don't get me wrong this team is very good you know they've had an incredible season they lost recently won again but they've been ranked in the fcs week one they struggled against uca you know fcs program good fcs program right now but they did they struggled against uca uh so no that's what that's what how i felt on oklahoma state is what a weird season it's been for them and what a weird season for oklahoma too you know you get the big win against texas the team we all thought was going to just run through the big 12 and then they lose to oklahoma state who we thought was going to stink I don't know. What a what a
2: year. Yeah, this Oklahoma State team is relatively young, and they were going into this season. So I wasn't surprised on the slow start, but I am really surprised they're starting to kick into gear towards the end of the season. I didn't think it would be this soon. I thought it would be somewhere next season where they would start to kick into motion what they want as a program. Yeah. And the final note from the Rickster is
0: James Madison and Liberty finally in the top 25. NCAA needs to get their stupid rule transitioning from FCS to FBS. James Madison has a very good chance to go un- unbeaten. Next up, Alex's Boys of Crappy UConn. Hey, the Huskies have not figured it out this year. Next year, they will. They'll figure it
2: out. UConn to a bowl game.
0: Uh, not this year. Next year, though, What maybe? happened to that?
2: What happened to that? Uh, a
0: lot of things, man. A lot of
2: things. Uh, next so something to point out what Ricky said, James Madison has been ranked.
1: Yeah. For, uh, I, I think he more. So meant, uh, I, th-
0: I think he meant like, you know, the, the playoff thing, like where, like we were kind of talking about and just the bowl thing, I think is more so what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, honestly, we can go ahead and dive into that. You know, it is one of the things that I had on the docket. You know, I know for anyone listening, you may see my title of Kyler Murray will save the Chicago Bears, and I will explain exactly what I mean by that here very shortly, so just bear with me. Uh, But, yeah, no, the James Madison news, uh, there's actually something kind of interesting out of that where they're, um, you know, kind of putting in like a waiver, try to waive the rules, you know, where they can go play in a bowl game or something. You know what I mean? Uh, which you know is is justified it's needed. this is a very good program now we're just kind of waiting um waiting to find out if it's going to be approved or not NCAA balls in their court you know and I will I do understand that for you know james Madison James Madison is like a once a once in a lifetime occurrence right of an FCS program coming up to FBS and doing the level that they've
2: done. yeah, I mean, I think jackson Jackson State right now is the only other Jacksonville state. Is the only other dominant FCS team that's moved up to the FBS this year, at least. Right. Sam Houston is garbage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're horrible. Jacksonville State has been exactly what I thought they uh, were going to be. Like, they weren't going to be good, but they were just going to be like, they're going to come in and be competitive. They're going to win some random ass games. You know, the Co- Coach Rich Rod over there, they're going to get those boys right, and you're going to play some good games, you know. But, no, James Madison has is, is been a situation of, like, they've been just dominant. They've been dominant across the board, and it's just, like, it's it's a shame that they're not even eligible to go to a bowl game. You know, if, if this waiver rule goes through, they can play in the Sunbelt title game.
2: See, I don't know. I, I don't think the NCAA is going to allow them to be bowl eligible this year because – In my mind, I think the NCAA is thinking, can this team be this dominant once the current round of players, juniors and seniors are gone? Right. Are they going to be able to recruit? Are they going to be able to maintain this level of dominance? But then again, that's in the future. This is now they should have been eligible last year and they should be eligible this year. They're just too good of a football team to not be on that form of the national level.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree 100%. You know, it, I I hope I hope the waiver gets like, you know, go, gone through, but I do I do acknowledge that it probably won't. I feel like they'll probably stick to their guns, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. What what James Madison has going for them is the fact that the conference itself, the Sunbelt Conference sent a letter in support of their waiver. So that's pretty huge. But how does the NCAA weigh a group of five conferences word? Right. Yeah,
0: hmm. no, that, that's that's a that's a very good that's a very good point. Uh, and we're just going to have to, hope, you know, see how it plays out here in the next few days. Are we going to have an answer soon, you think?
2: I would hope so. i uh, I would say probably within the next few weeks we should have an answer because this isn't something that's like an investigation or whatever, like Michigan this isn't so th- this is a clear to the point. it's either a yes or a no
0: right. I mean, hopefully by the end of this week because we only have a few weeks left of you know the college football season. so yeah. you know, if they can get this determined quick, I mean, would it go into effect immediately? Is that the kind of vibe we're going for? Because if so, this is going to change up uh, how that Sunbelt uh, title is going to be looking, like I said.
2: I think it should be effective immediately, especially not only for the Sunbelt title, but also, in my opinion, James Madison would be the best ranked uh, group of five team. So that would mean that they are going to a New York Six Bowl game. True.
0: That, that is actually very true. Imagine if they go to that bowl game and win. Imagine,
2: just a big middle finger to the NCAA. Right.
0: Yeah, and I know Coastal Carolina over there is probably just like you know just kicking dirt. Like God damn it, because they they're they're the second in the East right now, so they would be the ones going to the title game as it stands now.
2: Yeah, and honestly, if they went to the title game and won, they shouldn't be viewed as a conference champion.
0: Right. Sorry, been very distracted. Had 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 a, had no, a little did. no. Had a little situation right just now that I was just keeping tabs on. But it looks like the situation is taken care of. So that's good. Anyway. Perfect. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, you know what else is perfect? Stealing signs. Perfect. Uh, perfect mentality. Ah. Uh, yes. Did you see the, uh, the the report that popped out earlier where Michigan said that Ohio State, Rutgers, and someone else had like given them their signs? Yeah, the
2: other team is Purdue, which yeah, conveniently is the three teams that are mainly going against Michigan. Pretty convenient. But also, if that was the case, why did Michigan fire Connor Stallions?
0: Mm, that's a good point. Probably just by to by Michigan cover their ass. firing
2: Connor Stallions, that basically admits that something was going on, and according to all of the Big Ten athletic directors and all the Big Ten coaches that were uh, that got together with the Big Ten commissioner this past week, there is enough evidence to to prove that Michigan is guilty, and the Big Ten itself came out and say and warned. Uh, michigan that discipline is definitely a possibility soon don't know what exactly to to the extent that uh discipline will be but if it is as outrageous as everybody is leading this sign stealing in uh dilemma to be there's gonna be some people that are gonna be getting fired and mr jim harbaugh was right at the forefront of those people yeah
0: the, you know, that's the thing I, i've been thinking a lot about because like one you know with this whole situation that's been going on and the you know the prediction that you know michigan will get slapped with a bowl ban and this and that whatever and if that happened jim harbaugh was out you know there's been reports he's been keeping an eye on the chicago bears head coaching job all of that shit he's gonna leap back to the NFL. If all of this happens exactly how it might end up happening, does this guy even have a shot at getting a job somewhere else, even if it is the NFL?
2: I've been seeing reports of the Bears. I've been seeing reports of the Buccaneers, even if Todd Bowles was to get fired this offseason, which is a possibility. Uh, I don't... If Okay, if I was an NFL GM or an NFL owner, I personally wouldn't want someone with this type of controversy around them to be my head coach. It's the same reason why if I was in Jacksonville's shoes, I would have never have hired urban Meyer because everywhere that man went controversy followed true everywhere, Utah, Ohio state, Florida, all ended in controversy now in Jacksonville did too. So I think that the NFL teams that, could be rumored for him to go to need to take a look at what happened with the urban Meyer situation and kind of, you know, weigh the pros and cons of having that type of a head coach.
0: Right. The one upside for Jim is that at least he's proven on the NFL level. You know, that's the one true. upside urban was not. And well, we now see that he's probably the worst NFL head coach in NFL history, at least in my opinion. Very but- true. Uh, but no, I mean that—that's what that's what I've been thinking about a lot. Because obviously, as a Bears fan, his name's been linked to us for three years. You know, like this has been a, a constant conversation of Jim Harbaugh to the Bears, Jim Harbaugh to the Bears, Jim Harbaugh to the Bears. And I mean, it makes sense. We drafted him. You know, he want. You know, he's apparently he would love to be there and stuff. But you know, it's just now I'm in a situation of just like with all this continuing to come out and get worse and worse. I don't know. If, I don't know if I I would want him to be our head coach. I feel like, you know, yeah. I mean, the bears are already in a shit enough situation. And we've already had our fair share of off the field issues this year. Uh, I don't want to deal with more. Uh, I just don't. I, I hate what this regime has done with the program where we've got to deal with these issues. Like we're not a team to ever have these sort of, you know, issues come out, you know, Uh, Yeah, You know, know, the rare situations here and there, like that one former Cowboys receiver who got busted with a shit ton of drugs. I don't remember his name, though. What was his name?
2: Oh, shoot. You know exactly Um. who I'm
0: talking about. I cannot remember his name,
2: though.
0: (laughs) It's killing Uh. me. It's killing me. (laughs) I can see the dude's face in my head. I can see his face, but I cannot remember his name right now. Oh, well. Are you looking Sam Heard? Sam Heard, that's what it was. <laughs> Besides a situation like that, You know, we don't really have controversy, uh, thankfully, happen up in Chicago. Um, so, I, I, you know, that's why I'm a little hesitant when it comes to to Jim Harbaugh. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of in the boat that he may have to step away from the game for a couple years while this whole thing sorts out. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I mean, I could see maybe a couple years, but. I don't think he would want to wait that. Long, personally speaking, I, I don't think he'll. He, he's he's that type of guy where if he's away from football, he might die. Yeah, because <laughs> he just bleeds football. True. And don't get me wrong. The man is a very, very smart head coach. He knows the game of football well. He just should have stopped this before it. It happened. He had he he had the power too.
0: Right. Oh, also shout out to College Football Playoff Top Twenty Five is starting right now. Oh
2: crap! I completely forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I, I gotta get uh, I gotta get that pulled up on my end, so I can uh, have it in the background here. But uh, no, I mean it's going to be interesting to see how things play out because we should be getting some answers honestly here in the very near future. You know what I mean? Uh, which honestly could play big effect. I I feel like we're going to get our answers very soon because I feel like this is going to play massive effect to if Michigan's even going to be able to go to the playoffs this year.
2: Exactly. And, you know, I was listening earlier, Pat McAfee and Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp were all talking about it earlier. Yeah. Um, It's just, if, if Michigan did make it into the playoffs and they got found guilty, but they were still allowed to be in the playoffs. It's just not fair for teams like Alabama, Washington, Oregon, Texas, who are on the outside looking in yep. for that fourth spot. Right. Like I get it, player-wise, it's 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 really unfortunate. And I, you know, I don't have anything against the players themselves, but if it is true, they won games at an unfair advantage. Yeah. An illegal unfair advantage.
0: Yeah, no, Which
2: I think I think you'll see a similar situation like what would happened with Ohio State back in the day with Jim Trestle and the tattoo gate. A lot oh, of players yeah. will will leave the program. They'll transfer somewhere else where they can actually play and we'll get an interim head coach for Michigan for a year and then they will sign somebody the following year. But I think bowl eligibility wise should they should be stripped this year, right? And they should be stripped of their wins as well.
0: One of those cases, like what happened to that one, uh that one head coach for North Carolina, John blank on his name too. He actually coached again after that. He coached recently, I think, to like for like a, you know, for either FAU or FIU, one of the two, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but I know, think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But he, his, uh he had one particular season, I think, uh with his North Carolina years that were completely stripped of its wins. I'm pretty sure, and he was like given all losses. Uh, I don't I just can't remember the dude's name but yeah no I mean all, all if all this investigation turns out the way that it is and yeah I could totally see Michigan just getting stripped of all their their wins you know and as we we're watching the college football playoffs you know you know polls right now I you know obviously Michigan will probably still be top 4 but man I can't help but to think you know just imagine they're 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 going to just going to get completely shoved out of that potentially here in the next couple of weeks yep man what a wild what a wild situation to follow with all that you know, honestly, it's the wild weekend of, of college football. I mean, Washington-USC, was that was a hell of a game. Washington got the dub, staying undefeated. I expect them to be in the top four. If they're not in the top four now, that is a that is a goddamn shame. That is a goddamn shame if they're not in the top four at this point. Uh, take out
2: Florida State, then?
0: Yeah, i take out Florida State. Yeah, I, I would 100% take out Florida State. I mean, Washington has now, in my opinion, got... You know, I know we've been down USC, and, and rightfully so. USC, you know, hasn't had the greatest defense. And coming in at number 25, we have Kansas State, 24, North Carolina, 23, Tulane, 22, Iowa, 21, Arizona. Shout out to that. Um, but USC is still a good football team. Uh, you know, while defense has struggled, they are still a good football team. So, I mean, Washington did what they had to do with that team. They did what they had to do with Oregon. They got the job done with two big-ranked opponents there. So, I mean, I, I think Washington is fully justified hitting that top five. Um With that Washington game, I was kind of curious. Did you see the clip of uh, Caleb Williams? I was kind of curious everyone's thoughts on that.
2: I've seen a lot of back and forth on it. I've seen a lot of back and forth. Yeah, I get it. I get emotion runs very high. But when you are the face of college football and you've had everything handed to you on a silver platter... It is your fault for going to USC first off, a team that's notorious for not having a defense. Yeah, fired the at all.
0: coordinator too.
2: Should have transferred out. Should have transferred to a better overall program, more rounded. Number twenty, we have Notre Dame, nineteen LSU,
0: eighteen Utah, seventeen Oklahoma, sixteen Kansas. Oklahoma drops very far. Yeah, they dropped eight. Yeah, no, that that was uh. I personally had no problem with it, you know. I know like a lot of people were just like calling them soft and stuff, but I, I, dude, we've seen NFL players cry, you know. Granted, we haven't. I don't think we may not have seen an NFL player off the top of my head that's jumped in the stands with his with his parents, but I'm I have no doubt in my fucking mind that an NFL player has hugged their mom, you know, after like a Super Bowl loss and cried. I know this is just a game, but this game, like. USC season is already in shambles, and this just made it worse. I mean, yeah, I don't blame him for having emotions. I'm not going to sit here and call him soft. I, to me, it just shows that he really gives a shit about the game, even if he knows that he's not going to the playoffs this year. 15, Oklahoma State, Missouri at 14, Tennessee 13. Tennessee is too damn high, in my opinion. Uh, Oregon Way State at 12, and Louisville at 11. I'd even argue Louisville might be too high. I think Louisville. You know gonna, why gonna Tennessee come. and
2: Louisville are high, right? Yeah, it's because certain teams play Tennessee still to come this season, and it's because Florida State will end up playing Louisville in the ACC championship game. Yep. So they need those teams to play high ranked teams. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: Uh, but no, overall, good weekend of college football. Missouri couldn't pull it out. Kind of unfortunate on that one. I was I was really upset about that one. But I, I feel like Georgia can still catch a loss this year. I really do, man. This is not the same dominant Georgia team. They're still good. They're still dominant. They're deserving of their undefeated record as of now. But there are cracks in that armor. You know what I mean? There are cracks there. Um, if
2: Missouri came within 10 points, Ole Miss is a better team than Missouri. Right. I think Ole Miss can get it done this week, but we've been saying that a couple times so far this this year, and (laughs) no one's been able to knock off Georgia. Yep. Uh, Kansas State almost knocked off
0: Texas, which that's not necessarily a surprise. Kansas State's had some struggles, but they're still uh, obviously an excellent football team. Uh, That one came very close. Um, your, uh, Your Ohio State Buckeyes kept it tight in the first half. I was a little worried for you.
2: I was too, but Ohio State is notorious for being a second half team. Yeah. Um and I'm not really sure why people are saying that the Michigan game against Rutgers was a blowout, and the game against Ohio uh, against Rutgers for Ohio State was them surviving. Right. Not really sure why that's a thing, why that's a conversation. Because mm-hmm. they were both blowouts. I- 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 inevitably, they were blowouts. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of Ole Miss, they came in at number nine. Penn State came in at number ten. So I mean, Ole Miss, man, you're you're right. That would be the next big challenge right now uh, for Georgia. Is that this upcoming weekend? It is. Yeah, that, that is this weekend. That is this weekend. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a game to watch. Will it be our game of the week? Find out here soon because I actually don't know what our game of the week is because there's a couple <laughs> of really good matchups. You know what I mean?
2: Like I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, old Georgia plays omis at home uh and then they go to tennessee and to georgia tech so yep. this is honestly the last chance that georgia has to lose in the regular season alabama
0: coming in at number eight no change on that one i'm still not high on this bama team but i've seen some people say that Bama's going to win out Bama's going to beat georgia and i'm talking non-bama fans let me stress that uh and they, i've even seen some talk that jalen milrow uh, could win heisman which I'm not going to rule that out. There's no Heisman frontrunner at this point. I thought there was with, with Phoenix Jr. I think he's still in the running. But, you know, I, I've said this for – this is the third season we of this podcast, and I've said this th- basically all three years. Man, it feels weird because we are still in a state of where, in my opinion, we don't have a face of college football. Yep. Like Trevor Lawrence was that face, and then whoever it was before that, I'm drawing a complete blank, like Baker Mayfield. You know, Baker Mayfield was that face, arguably, you know, you know, Justin Fields was that face. Like we had these faces, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow was that face after all of those guys went to the pros. I feel like we have not had a face of college football. I really don't.
2: Because <laughs> all the top teams are in this weird state right now where they're, they're, they're trying to find their new identity. Yeah. I mean, look at what's happened to Clemson. Clemson has completely just been destroyed this season. True. They got a dub this weekend, though, didn't they? Who'd they beat? They, beat, they, they beat a- did
0: get a dub. They beat Notre Dame. That's who it was, yeah. Pretty convincingly, too. Yeah. You want to know who else got beat this weekend? Who? Miami. Yeah. Yeah, they did. <laughs> TVD, three interceptions. You know, the thing that pisses me off so much about the Miami Hurricanes and being a fan of them is, man, like, they lose games like that, that they should not lose, and then they win games that you didn't think they would win. So, like, honestly, like, this weekend, this is, this is the big game for me. We're going, you know, playing fuck Florida State. This is the game for me. I would not be shocked if we won this game. Like, I really wouldn't. Because <laughs> Miami is just that team. They lose games. They're not supposed to. you know to lose and they win games they're not supposed to win if we came out with a w this weekend in tallahassee it would not shock me i'd be very hyped i'd be very excited that we would get be the one to give fuck florida state that one on their record that'd be pretty sick uh do i think it's gonna happen probably not but it'd be pretty fucking sick fuck florida (laughs) state is a, a 14 and a half favorite right now so that is an oof also, Texas came in at number six. So shout out to Texas. They're still in the I hunt. was
2: alluding to it last week a little bit. If Alabama wins out, they win the SEC championship. Yes, they are a one-loss team, and the Pac-12 champion would also be a one-loss team. I think the SEC champion would,
0: would get in before Pac-12 champ. Well, hang on. If Washington wins out, though, come on now. Like, wins championship and all. They're going. Oregon coming in at number six. Ooh,
2: okay. All right. Is that the same as last week?
0: Yes, that did not change. Oof. Oh, you got to be shitting me. Washington back at five. So, basically, in my opinion, the top four probably
2: barely changed. Uh, jo- I, I can almost guarantee you they jumped Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, high yeah,
0: Georgia went probably to one because, you yeah, beating- Which is
2: ridiculous. That is
0: absolutely ridiculous. Their mindset is they beat a good Missouri team. That's probably the only mindset. We beat
2: a good Penn State and Notre Dame team, though.
0: I know. I agree with you. That's probably going to be their logic, though.
2: Michigan should be number four.
0: watch it's going to probably be what what would you do if it was ohio state I I, I shit I shit a literal brick <laughs> Man I want to see that I want to see that logo pop up now <laughs> Let's see a brick get shit out right now on a, Okay it's fuck Florida State still All right I saw red first <laughs> Yeah <laughs> you're in the clear Yeah so the only thing that probably changed is I'm willing to bet Georgia's just back up at one That's probably what it is
2: Stupid if that's the case. Yeah.
0: uh Michigan at three. This is it. So Ohio, I'm Ohio State's We'd probably too. A
2: very good Rutgers team too. Rutgers is a lot better this year than uh, they hey, have been. I'm he all about some the Scarlet
0: that's baby. Let's go.
2: <laughs> uh, all eligible for the first time in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Who would
0: have seen that one coming, right? All right, let's let's hear it. Number two, let's hear it. Is it is it Ohio State or is it going to be the Georgia Bulldogs? Here we go. Who's it gonna be? Ohio State. I I'm just reading subtitles. I haven't nothing's popped up, obviously. But I said I I think I saw Ohio State too. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> They're drawing it out for the views. <laughs> Oh, I think it's going to be Ohio State. Oh. Man. Is it Georgia? Thank you. Okay. All right. Ohio State stays at one. There you go. Can I Thank get. Thank you. Oh,
2: io. here we go. <laughs> I now I will say the gap has narrowed significantly. Yeah. Now that Georgia actually has a ranked top 10 or top 15 win. Right.
0: Okay, right. I still think Washington should be top four. Is what it is, though. Is what it is. I think
2: four, hey, we'll... four of the six uh, top six teams in the country still remain as Big Ten teams.
0: True, true, very true. Shout out to Washington, Oregon, going to uh, Big Ten. Unfortunately. Uh. All right. Well, let me uh let me go ahead and address this because obviously we're like. Thirty minutes into the show, and I've yet to address my title. I probably need to change the title. I don't know. I'm bad at titling some of these. So there are some weeks where it's like the title is so hard to come up with because it's just like nothing explosive happened from the week of football, you know. And you just have to yeah. kind of come up with something, and I'll come up with something, and then it'll take us an hour to fucking get to it. And I'm just like, I feel like that's the reason. That's you know, that's that's one of the draws to the to the to the episode, right? So. Anyway, yeah, Kyler Murray is going to be the savior of the Chicago Bears, and there, I say that not because we're going to trade for Kyler Murray, but because Kyler Murray is set to play this weekend, which meaning Arizona might start winning some games, meaning it's going to further set the Chicago Bears to get the first overall pick this upcoming NFL draft because Cardinals are currently like what one and eight, Bears are two and seven, uh, I think Panthers are one and one and eight as well, and uh, big game this weekend, baby, Bears Panthers, big game this weekend. Uh, you know, obviously we got the Panthers pick, so that's very helpful, but we need to, we need to, I don't know how this weekend needs to go in best case. What is the best case scenario? Cardinals win this weekend and, you know, which I don't know if they will, they play Atlanta. So I think it's actually possible. Uh, and then what does the Panthers need to beat the bears? Is that best case scenario?
2: Bears need to beat the Panthers. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because they're banking
2: on that draft pick that they got from the Panthers.
0: Yeah, all right, that's fair. That's fair. And then you know, if the Bears continue to kind of lose and the Panthers and the Cardinals win, that will help still. Hopefully, set us up with the second pick
2: or third pick. Taylor Heineke starting this week again?
0: Uh, I believe so. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a close game. I think. I, I just got to say though, like you know, I under I do understand Kyler coming back, but at the same time, you know, he's just got to be like, man, we're one and. 1-8, and eight. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, I do get it. You know, you want to get in there. You want to get some reps. You want to show that you are a team player and stuff like that. But you know he's got to be thinking, dude, we're 1-8. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know? <laughs> this team fucking stinks. Like, what am I going to do? I have Call of Duty to play. Well, Modern Warfare 3 just came out.
2: I mean, outside of the 49ers, second place in that division is pretty wide open still.
0: I mean, that's true. They'd have to literally win out. Imagine if Kyler Murray came back this weekend and the Cardinals went out.
2: Their schedule. Okay, so their remaining schedule, home against the Falcons, then they go to the Texans, they're home against the Rams, go to Steelers, home against 49ers, go to Bears, go to Philadelphia, and are home against the Seahawks to finish the season. I No, there's no way they win that. that. There's no way they beat the 49ers. And the uh, the Eagles. What would you do if they did? Should have break I would. I would turn in my sports card. <laughs> like, all right, that's it.
0: That's yep. it. <laughs> no, that is that is going to be a tough slate. You know, I think Kyler is going to get them some wins, which at this point uh, is really, I guess, the most important thing because it's kind of similar to when the 49ers traded for Jimmy Garoppolo and he came in and won his first like what six to eight games in a row with the 49 six. Uh, you know, that that builds into next year. You know, everyone in the the Cardinals building that I without without saying it out loud, they're aware that this season's over. You know what I mean? But they can they can still try to win out, be as competitive as possible to help build into next year, especially since now they're going to actually have their franchise guy. So I feel like this going, this going forward is going to be, I feel like, one of the true, true testaments to Jonathan Gannon as a head coach. Obviously, we've already seen a test all year, and honestly, in my opinion, he's passed the test. This Cardinals team has been fucking competitive for the most part. You know, with with their backup quarterback, technically third string backup quarterbacks, they released Colt McCoy, who was the backup quarterback. You know, so like I give I give Gannon all the props, man. That record may be one and eight, but that has been a competitive ass one and eight team. You know what I mean? Like they have. They've been a shockingly competitive team. So now this going forward, you're gonna get to actually see what the Cardinals can do to an extent. You know, they're not like a loaded with talent roster by any means, but you're gonna have your quarterback back, you know. So now, now's your chance to actually see what this team can be, and hopefully, Colin yeah, Murray will be the savior of the Bears.
2: I think the one of the main reasons why this Cardinals uh, team has been able to stay competitive was Joshua Dobbs. I know, dude. That w- man. What a story! That talk about a story! Yeah. Talk about nothing. That'll probably nothing. It'll never happen again. Ever, ever happen again in the NFL. You get a man who was traded to the Vikings, never took a snap, never had a practice, nothing, no, no cadences at all. Didn't even know most of the team's first names. And that man balled
0: out and won the game and won the game for the Vikings practicing cadences on the sideline with his center because he doesn't know them just what the hell man
2: (laughs) statistically speaking the odds of him winning that game was probably like 0.0001 percent are the vikings chances dead
0: i say no 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 okay I, I truly say no. I I really think Josh Dobbs can get the job done.
2: Right now, they sit at the seventh spot. Yeah. That's a wild card.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think the Vikings are very much still alive in this whole thing. I, I really do, man. And Josh Dobbs is just, uh, man, what a feel-good story. It really is, dude.
2: They have a relatively easy schedule, too, do to, to finish the season do they Saints Broncos Bears Raiders Bengals Lions Packers Lions the Bengals and the two Lions games are going to be their hardest but I I can guarantee they can beat the Packers the Bears the Broncos the Saints and the Raiders I agree I agree 100% speaking of the Raiders
0: man shout to that game shout to Antonio Pierce man shout out dude beating his former team and beating them convincingly everyone having cigars after the game just dancing on josh mcdaniel's grave (laughs) what a situation that's come out to be don't you ever talk about the fucking patriots like that again you fucking hear me you son of a bitch like oh my god what a situation that turned into
2: did you hear about the meeting that they had like all the players had yeah
0: yeah that's that's what i was referencing that's just crazy yeah no that's that's what i was
2: referencing dude um craziest part about that is the fact that Pierce was the one that was appointed to defend Josh McDaniels yeah I
0: know and that's when the situation came up She's like oh you know we got to have like the mindset that you can beat anyone every week which hey that's 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 great leadership to coaching right there that's the mindset in the life baby is have the yep. mindset that you can beat anything and do anything and he's just like that's how we were in 07 when we beat the Patriots and then after that that's when Josh McDaniels was like don't ever talk about the Patriots like that again I'll fucking kill you in your <laughs> sleep, you son of a bitch, if you ever talk about the Patriots like that in front of me again. <laughs> like, dude, what the hell? Uh, we got Tyler that popped in chat. Off topic, who let Iowa be ranked again? Question
2: marks. That's fair. Um, Probably because they're going to win the Big Ten West. Unfortunately. It's, it's pretty much a crapshoot over there. Dude, uh, it really with. is, what?
0: man. Like, let me pull it up real um, quick. Like, <laughs> they probably will win the Big Ten West just because it's like, that is such a shit show over there. Like, the like they are a 7-2 and two team that should not be a 7-2 and two team. They are ranked, and they should not be ranked. But they are just because of, like, it's just how it's played out. They have a great defense and a great special teams. I think we can sing praise about that all day, but that offense has failed them, <laughs> like, time and time again.
2: One of the problems with with Iowa, though, is the fact that Cade McIner- uh, McNamara got injured. Yeah, pretty early on in the season, too. Right. I mean, look look at these past
0: wins, man. Talk about slugfests: fifteen and six over Wisconsin, a twelve ten loss against Minnesota, and a ten and seven win against Northwestern. What an what a absolute slogfest. Jesus Christ. They're playing the Rutgers Scarlet Knights this weekend. So I think Rutgers can actually catch that dub right there, baby. Uh, I mean, it helps Penn State, but still. Uh, if we beat Michigan and Michigan beats Ohio, we in the ship. I mean, all right. That's, that's Tyler's take on the Penn State Nittany Lions right now. I mean, I think know, that would be true though, right? Yeah, I mean, if you, if they beat Michigan this weekend and then uh, Michigan beats you guys, yeah, they would be in the the championship, wouldn't they? For for the yes, East. yeah, okay.
2: You know, the funny thing is, the matchup predictor on ESPN, uh, according to the ESPN analytics, not the not the money line, but the ESPN analytics, they favor the Nittany lions this weekend. Really good. it's a Mm 58.8% to a 49.2, but it's still favored. But Michigan still has the money line at four and a half.
0: I I am feeling Penn state this weekend. Personally. Uh, That's where my vibe is going towards. I will say
2: if it was a night game.
0: Yeah. See, if it was a night game, I'd be all in, but since it's not a night game, ah, man, uh, that's where I'm a little, it's one of those things like that big noon Saturday fucking failed us. You know what I mean? Like this should be a set. this should be a night game, you know, wide out game. That's what this should be. Because if they have exactly. the case, Penn State would win, like up front. Uh he, Tyler says Jay Freight can beat Michigan. I think he meant can't because he then posts the record saying three and six against them. I mean, hey, that three and six is about to be four and six, Bubba. Get ready for this weekend. Let's James go. James
2: Franklin just can't win the big games. No, he that's,
0: he's notorious for not being able to win the big games at all. No, no That's that's just what he's known for. You know, which has caused a lot of people be like, oh, fire, fire Jay Frank. But then it's like, who else are you going to get better than him? You know, for Penn State, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll be completely honest with you, completely honest. I respect James Franklin so much for being able to step into the Penn State program and reviving it after the, the whole Jerry Sandusky, Joe Paterno controversy that happened. Yep. And basically what I thought killed that program. I didn't think that program was ever going to be revived again, but James Franklin was able to do that. Now, Penn State is right now is as good as they'll ever be. I do not think Penn State will ever be better than what they are right now. And that is third best in the East. Top 10 team in the country, but third best in the East. That's just how good the Big Ten is. At least. The- yeah,
0: true. <laughs> uh, he also threw up, He you know, one and nine versus Ohio, which, yep. Uh, he also throws. Matt Rule to Happy Valley. Oh, calm down, Chief!
2: Absolutely not. This is his first year as, as Nebraska head coach. Yeah. He ain't moving.
0: Oh, uh, now that, that that is a good point. Tyler said incorrect. You know, Billy O'B. He held it down, but Jay Frank kept it up. That's fair. Billy O'B. You know, he kind of did some things there. But J, yeah, Jay Frank. But- Jay Frank's really put Penn State back back in like the top ten. To you. To your point. Billy O.B. Yeah. has kind of held it down, you know, where they're still like, oh, we're a program, you know.
2: <laughs> we exist. We're here. Yeah, but honestly, outside of Penn State fans, no one remembers B.O.B.
0: <laughs> yeah, true.
2: It, it was literally Joe Paterno, then James Franklin.
0: I <laughs> said, made hack, look like a good quarterback. True. 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 <laughs>
2: I made him a top pick in the NFL. <laughs>
0: yeah, made him a second round draft pick to the Jets who already had a crowded quarterback room. Yep, and yep. I
2: don't think he, I think he touched the field maybe like a handful of times, if that. I don't think he did. I
0: listened to a, like a little interview that he did that Tyler sent me, and he talked about getting drafted by the Jets. He's just like, "You got I get drafted to a team in the second round with literally no vision for me because they already have a crowded room, three other quarterbacks, and they draft me in the second round, and I never see the field.
2: Yeah, that was when they had Geno Smith still, right?
0: Yeah. What, what a time. They had Geno
2: Smith, Mark Sanchez, and somebody else.
0: Yeah. What a time for Hackenberg. Old Hack. But I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the next thing that I had on my slate here to make us an official show where we have a docket. Uh, so we, we've been talking about this a little bit. It was the focus of our episode a few weeks ago. But now there's been a lot of news popping out about this, uh, and that is involving like, head coach hot seats and stuff, involving one particular name, a legendary head coach, who will probably go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, head coach in NFL history, might be fired before the season's over, based on reports of the Boston Globe that we are talking about Bill Belichick. Is this all smoke, or do you think there's some actual fire behind this?
2: I think there's some legit fire. And I I think a lot of people are getting this from uh, some lip readers being able to lip read Jonathan Kraft, Robert Kraft's son, uh, his his mouth. And what the lip readers were saying is that Jonathan Kraft was just saying that this this team is not good at all. And. As we've come to know with football specifically. Quarterback and head coach, they take the blame every time when a when a program or organization fail. Yeah. Obviously, we know Mac Jones is is he's on his way out soon. May not be this year, might not be next year, it just depends on where the Patriots fall on uh draft order. But I do think Belichick's out. But I do think he gets instantly picked up.
0: Yeah, I don't see him walking off into the sunset. You know, someone is going to someone's going to give him the biggest bag on the planet yeah.
2: to be their GM he's just, he's and their He's just too head close coach. to that win record. Way too close to that win record to retire now.
0: Now, another um another little aspect of this whole scenario that I've been seeing some uh, some rumors on is that if this happens and uh Robert Kraft parts ways with Bill Belichick, that Robert Krafts in his mind home run hire would be Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel to the Patriots. I could mm, mm. I, could see I, could I see can see that. I can see that too, that especially with how off. the Titans are. Let's be honest, the Titans are a sinking fucking ship.
2: <laughs> Let's be real. Best thing about the Titans is the defense and that's thanks to Mike Vrabel.
0: Yes. Yes. Like imagine Mike Vrabel as the New England Patriots head coach. Super Bowl winning linebacker, legend of the Patriots coming in to be the new head coach.
2: Legend of the Ohio State Buckeyes, too. Thank you. Oh. IO.
0: Dude, what a storyline that would be.
2: (laughs) Who okay? If if he does, if he does go to the Patriots you think they try to keep mac jones for a couple years just to see if it was not just clicking with him and belichick
0: i think he'd get it i think he'd get it a year a year is what he would get yeah. um, like if this is the end of bill belichick this season and next season if they manage to swing for the fences and actually get mike Vrabel, mike mac jones will be there for a year because they would be this is mac jones's third year right now right yeah. Okay. So yeah, next year would be the fourth year of his rookie deal, and they have the option. They have the choice to pick up the fifth year option, um, which I don't know if they would pick up. That that'd be the ultimate question if they'd pick up the fifth year option. But he would be there a year because he'd still under the, the rookie contract, of course. Um, so he'd have a basically a prove-it year if they don't pick up the fifth year option.
2: Yeah. Because let's see. Right now they have a two and act. Wait a minute. They have a two and seven record. Isn't that wild to think about?
0: Isn't that wild think to were think doing about? Better than
2: that this year. No that that's why
0: this that's why these stories have been getting some heat is because the Patriots are two and seven. Isn't that mind-boggling? The New England Patriots are two and seven under Bill Belichick. What a time in football! This is a weird football season, my guy. And
2: it does not get any easier for them. No, schedule-wise. it does Colts, Giants, Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, Jets. It doesn't get any easier. You know, honestly, (laughs) tank. Tank right now. Because you would at least, you probably wouldn't get Caleb Williams, but there are a solid number two quarterback and a very solid number three quarterback in the draft this year.
0: Yep which that's, that's also the other wild part is the Patriots are legitimately in play to get like a top five pick and try to go after a Drake May or a Caleb Williams.
2: Is is Bo going to be in the draft?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo, Bo should be in the yeah. draft. No, this is a great that's, quarterback draft in my opinion. That's a Patriots guy right there. Bo Nix? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> that is a Patriots guy right there. No, I'm telling oh.
0: you. I, look, I, I said like last week... The Patriots guy is the one that's in Chicago right now. Send Tyson over to New England. That is a Bill Belichick guy, but if Bill Belichick's not there, it, it don't matter. You know what I mean? It don't Who do matter. you think picks him up? Who, Tyson or Bill? Bill. Oh. Do you think it would be a coach trade? Man, it would have. Happen- well, I mean, it depends. Like, you know, if he gets fired midseason, then. Obviously no, but if they're gonna let him ride out this season, then in my opinion, you trade his ass. You get some value back for one of the greatest head coaches in NFL history. That's just yes. boom. End of story. That's what you absolutely have to do. Um, but man, the problem though
2: is the fact that the Patriots wouldn't wouldn't not be only replacing a coach, be replacing a GM too.
0: Oh yeah, because Bill's not gonna work with another GM. He's just not.
2: Well, no, I'm saying the Patriots. Oh, he, I mean, yeah, that, no, that's true. Yeah,
0: that, that, that is true. Yeah, Patriots would have to get a new GM as well. That's true.
2: That, that man, that puts the Patriots in a real big pickle. And you're talking, for the Patriots, you're talking maybe another five years before they start being dominant again. Robert Kraft is getting old. He might die. Yeah. (laughs) Not saying he will. I hope he doesn't, but, you know, it's possible.
0: He's in, like, Jerry Jones kind of territory in that front. Exactly. Yeah. No, uh, for the Bill thing, though, if it was a coach trade, it would be to the NFC. Like, they would trade him to the NFC for something. There's no way they would let him go to the AFC team. There's no fucking way. So, it's just looking at the NFC landscape. Who could be a good fit for... Bill Belichick. Could it be the New
2: York Giants and they go ahead and get rid of Brian Dayball? Could you imagine if Sean McDermott got fired? Oh. And Bill <laughs> Belichick went to the Bills.
0: Oh, dude. Or what about Bob Sala and he goes to the Jets like he was always meant to? <laughs> Kevin fancy oh, and he goes back so to the Browns circle. and he goes back to the Browns
2: oh man and he brings Nick Saban with him <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, Tyler had one question in chat uh, name a player from your team that you wish could have a do-over so like an example he gave is like Javad Best to the Lions like a do-over on their career another shot at their career Uh, for, for, as a Bears fan, you can't help but to immediately say Kevin White in recent memory. You know, you, you really can't. I mean, he was an absolute monster at West Virginia and just got consistently hurt throughout his entire career. Even now, I think he was last in like a practice squad for like New Orleans or Arizona here recently, but uh, Kevin Kevin White comes to mind Johnny Knox comes to mind uh, I thought Johnny Knox was electric I would love to see his career play out um honestly even though he didn't have a he didn't necessarily have a, a horrible career I would like to see a do-over for Jay Cutler I've always been a Jay supporter I thought I thought we really underappreciated Jay I, I really do we just didn't you know when J, when we had good teams we were Super Bowl. Potential teams In 2010 and 2012 And Jay Cutler Was playing lights out He just kept getting Fucking hurt um, You know I can't say A do over for Some of my favorites Devin Hester Lance Briggs Charles Tillman They're all fucking goats And you know In my opinion Should all be Hall of Famers one day So yeah, I would say like Kevin White would be the top of that list. Uh Johnny Knox would be up there. I was a big fan of his. Uh Jay Cutler to an extent. To an extent, just to maybe get a new shake at things with it with a fresh O line, maybe, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Uh what what about for you?
2: Couple names come to mind. I mean, they're I wouldn't say they're legends necessarily, but one of the top ones is DeMarco Murray. Fair. Yes, for at least us, for the, for
0: the Cowboys. Yeah, never let him go.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Talk about an electrifying running back when he was on fire. Yeah. And then he then he left and went to, pretty sure, the Eagles first and then the Titans.
0: Correct. The Eagles literally just, just got him to keep him away from Dallas. That's it. Let's be real.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <Horse> shit. <laughs> but, honestly... I mean, he's a legend in in his own right, and he's up to be a Hall of Famer potentially this year, but Honey Romo. Yeah. I I don't know, you know, if he got a do-over, if he'd be able to keep himself from being injured as much, but I think with the team that we have now, he could win a Super Bowl. Hmm. Even though I think the team he did have in like the 2014 run was a better team with Des Bryant, Jason Witten, DeMarco Murray, that electrifying offensive line, which was the best in the NFL for nearly a decade. True, true. But man, I just talk about one of the best quarterbacks, him and him and Dan Marino, man, and Warren Moon. Yep. Some of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game of football statistic wise and to never win a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and just get completely shafted, you know, in that regard. Especially yep. Dano. I mean, God bless. I mean, there are people, that, and I don't blame them. Like I would, I would very much debate it as well. There for a while, I would, you know, they people still put him as a top five quarterback of all time. Period. Uh, he would be in my probably my top five. You know, I've always been a hard stand of Joe Montana as number one, but. I don't know my stand my 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 stand on that might actually be breaking for another individual that I I'd never put at number one very adamantly, uh, but Dan Marino would probably be in that that top five. You know I love Dan Marino man like obviously I didn't get to grow up watching him but seen enough tape this dude was a freaking electric machine. Um, yep. Peyton Manning would be in that top five for sure. Um, I don't know who else I would throw in there Those I'd put those four up there for sure. Those would be those those four would be up there hundred percent. Um uh who would be my fifth to make my top five? I'm not I'm not a I'm not a John Elway guy. He'd be probably breaking into top ten for me, but I, I don't consider him a top fiver. Um I don't know, I'd to think about it. That'd be tough. That'd be t- Another guy, you know, who's got, got shafted a lot throughout his career, even though he did win a Super Bowl, was of course obviously Drew Brees. Multiple 5,000-yard passing seasons, that's never been done in history, never even won an MVP, and just couldn't get back to the big game. Unfortunate. Uh, yeah. But for the question Tyler asked, he did throw out there uh, Aaron Maben for Buffalo because his career was a meme and will always be a meme uh, for me being a Penn State and Bills fan. fair. Aaron Maben's career was, in fact, a meme. Uh, I will say on the Jaguars front, uh, for me, a name that immediately pops to mind, of course, is Justin Blackman. What could have been if he didn't have all the off-the-field issues? What could have been with Justin Blackman and the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yep. Another one for the Bears is Cedric Benson. You know, rest in peace. I'm glad he got a resurgence in Cincinnati, and I'm glad I'm still. I still sometimes think about the game where he went back to Chicago and absolutely lit Chicago up. But that was another one of those. What could have been, you know, for the Chicago Bears?
2: Uh, A couple names for the Bengals, mostly quarterbacks. You know, you have Andy Dalton, you have Boomer Esiason, you have uh, Carson Palmer. All three quarterbacks that were great. Boomer went to multiple Super Bowls and lost both times to the 49ers by a field goal. Yep. You had Andy Dalton who won that division. I'm pretty sure it was like seven years in a row. just couldn't win a playoff game yep uh obviously you had carson palmer who made it to a super bowl lost to the steelers uh outside of quarterback for the Bengals, chad ochocinco that is a man who also deserved a ring god i love chad so much man he was
0: such an electric receiver (laughs) i love him so much man he's one of my favorites also, Matt Jones. Yeah, I, see, okay, uh, he's not on my personal list, but I acknowledge why he would be on someone's list. I do acknowledge that he's just not on my personal list of like top do over uh, personally, though. Um, Ryan Leaf. Oh yeah, no, that'd be the, that'd, <laughs> that's one of the ultimate do overs,
2: right? Uh, I was I was looking up because I was curious on where he's still ranked QBR wise. And outside of the players that are still in the league, uh, QBR wise, Drew Brees is leading, then Tom Brady's second, and then Tony Romo's third for career QBR. Mm. Tony
0: Romo was such a damn good quarterback, man. You just got he couldn't get it done in the postseason. (laughs) So unfortunate. It's mainly thanks to Aaron Rodgers, but. Yeah, shot. To, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. That'd probably be the other guy that made it in my top five. There you go. You're putting a Packer quarterback up there. Look, man, I hate the Packers, but I'll show my respect when it's needed. <laughs> I'm a respectful individual. Matthew
2: Stafford.
0: Love Stafford. That be that. Stafford that would be. That would be.
2: That deserves a do
0: over. A do over right now. A do-over yes. right now with MCDC, baby. With this
2: defense, this team put Matthew Stafford with the Lions man. Thinking of Matthew Stafford. Carson is Wentz get, is in town. Yeah, is he about to get benched? I thought he was hurt. Is he hurt? I thought Stafford got hurt.
0: Because, I mean, there was someone else who started this weekend for the for the Rams, I thought. Uh, like, is that Brett, Brett Ripon, whatever his name is?
2: Rippian uh, or whatever? Ripien,
0: yeah. Who knows what happened to Stetson Bennett? Dude, I have no idea what happened to that dude. He just left the team and I was last we heard about him. No clue. Yep. T's and P's, I, obviously that's got to be something personal going on. T's and P's to him on that front. No clue on what's happening. But yeah, Brett Brett be right, right
2: now. Do what? If if Stetson Bennett would be starting by now if that was the case.
0: Yeah. So I think I think Stafford just got hurt again, honestly. Um, let me look.
2: This is probably his final season. I'm not going to lie. He's won his Super Bowl, and now he just keeps getting injured.
0: Yeah, Stafford uh, did get hurt. Okay. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I think it will be, too. Um, You know, he keeps getting injured. Uh, I believe his wife is now once again battling cancer again, but it's very early. Uh, Obviously, you know, her first cancel battle was very well uh, documented the first time back in Detroit. Uh, But I do believe something popped up again. Um, but I think it was super minor, I think. Uh, so I, I, man, I just, I think this is going to be the last season for Matt Stafford, which is a bummer. You know, I'll, I'll still never forget him getting drafted because obviously in, in the time that I've been watching football, he is still, I think the only player to ever get drafted before the night of the draft. And that was just always cool. I remember watching the video of where he stepped outside in New York. He was at a dinner. Uh, and he got the call from Detroit right then the night before. Hey, we're we're drafting you number one. We're letting you know right yeah. now. We're not waiting. We're drafting you. That's special, man. In my opinion, that that's that's an extra level of special. I mean, everyone who's going to get drafted first, for the most part, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I feel yeah. like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe like last year, Trayvon and Aiden probably didn't know, but you know, year before that. T-Law knew, you know, Joe knew yeah. before that, you know, they knew, yeah. you know, but like, you know, for Stafford to find out the night before and, and it was a, uh, official, like ESPN reported it. Like, it's like, hey, this is locked in there. He's the first pick, even though we knew he would be. I don't know. That it was just special, man. Yeah, he's a special player. He's had a special career, but yeah, this is probably his last season, which is super unfortunate. It's going to go out on the injury, but the injury bug there.
2: I guess the rumor, because obviously Sean McVay hasn't said why, but I guess the rumor is that Stetson Bennett's dealing with long COVID from when he had it back in 2020.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, teas and peas on that. Like I said, it was going to be something personal. So if that's the case, teas and peas. Uh, Tyler said, did y'all see the beef with Channing Crowder and B Marsh? I don't know if it's old news because it's like three or six days ago, but boy, no, I did not. But I'm not surprised by this because it's always been like kind of pretty vocal that there was a beef. Obviously, since Fred Taylor and Channing left, I am athlete to start pivot. Um, So it doesn't surprise me. Uh, It's unfortunate because honestly, like I love B Marsh in terms of him being like uh, an athlete. He's my favorite receiver in NFL history. Uh, I love Brandon Marshall to absolute death. I love the you know the story that he's put out there about the you know the battle of his borderline personality disorder that he's gone through and and the charity that he runs with it and stuff. Um, You know, I love B Marsh, man. But man, since uh, I don't know, I feel like the I am athlete stuff is unfortunately really giving him a big power trip. (laughs) <laughs> you know, because there there were some issues that were definitely caused with Channing and Fred that never actually came to light. So no, I have not seen whatever's going on between them, but I would be very curious. Uh Fred Channing went on uh went in on B Marsh because of his interview with Scam Newton. Uh no, I have not uh, have not seen Fred or Channing's comments, but I will have to look into that. I am I am quite curious of that. Uh, some other news in the world of football. You know, like we said, we touched on Carson Wentz. Uh, is uh, once again, shout out to Aaron Rodgers for being a freak of freaking nature and uh, doing like three step dropbacks and throwing the ball sixty yards. Uh, uh, this this man's coming back. I mean, by the end, you know, in December, I, he's coming back. Uh, yeah. and, and then uh, the Cowboys had a pretty big signing. Cowboys had a cowboy level signing. Let's be honest. This is a doubt. This is a Jerry Jones signing. Let's be real. You know it. I know it. Ricky knows it. Brady knows it. Everyone listening knows it. Cowboys Nation. We dim boys know it. This is a this is a Jerry Jones signing. Martavius Bryant. I,
2: I don't like it. I don't like it either for you guys, but it's a Cowboys signing. <laughs> I fucking hate it, man. I re- <laughs> I really really do. And this just proves that we overpaid Michael Gallup. On four. Big time overpaid him. Uh, CD lamb is a dog. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a, he's the number one wide receiver that we should have, but I think he'd be better suited in the slot. And that uh, the Brandon cook signing is non-existent. I
0: Brandon, think
2: Brandon cooks has been barely playing.
0: I think that's the biggest thing that pisses me off the most right now about the Dallas Cowboys is like Brandon Cooks has been so uninvolved. Like I love Cooks, dude. Like everywhere this dude has gone, he has performed. Cooks is one of Tyler's guys. I'm sure Tyler shares that sentiment that like why the fuck the Cowboys are not using him. He has performed everywhere he's gone, including the shit Texans last year. Like what are we doing which we got to make sure to touch on the Texans here in a minute. Lord have mercy.
2: But what are we doing? I think I think with Brandon Cooks though. I'll be honest. We have some really good young talent in Kevonte Turpin and Jalen Tolbert. They, th- those two have been showing up big time here recently. And we have two pretty good tight ends in Jake Ferguson and uh, Luke Schoonmaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I mean, there's just too many hands in the cookie jar, basically. Right. Which so, man, I hate that. Hasn't has
0: Brandon Cooks had like it's a thousand yard season for like multiple years? Hold on. Let me look. Brandon Cooks is a dog. Okay. <laughs> like hold on I want to see if the Cowboys are about to ruin this fucking stretch I think he's been on a stretch let me look uh all right no it was, ruined. It was ruined last year but even <laughs> but even his first two years in Houston he racked over a thousand yards and he also didn't get in 2019 but uh no I mean this dude's been a dog everywhere that he's gone you know what I mean he's completely pre- performed uh, Tyler says, I don't want to hear it. We let Coke Beasley work in Buffalo with a crowded field. That's fair. Yeah.
2: Listen, <laughs> Coke listen <Beasley>. here. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Cole K Beasley and the L are right beside very each other. Underrated. But... <laughs> he was very underrated wide receiver wise. Him, I, I I would put Cole Beasley in the same realm as like a Danny Amendola really tiny receiver in mm-hmm. the slot who can just squeak by defenders and be open just randomly down the field. Yep. And make unbelievable catches. That reminds me another player. I would love
0: to see have a do over, not my team. Austin fucking Collie, Indianapolis Colts. Cause he was another yep. one of those guys that was just a little guy that could get open and just, <laughs> just squeaky dude, just get open down the field. That's another guy. But anyway, no, I mean, you're, you're right. That That's what, that's exactly what Cole was, 100%. <clears throat> uh, but, hey, touching on the the Texans, though, yo, CJ Stroud, Rookie of the Year, are we going and locking that in? Oh, absolutely. He should be NFL MVP. <laughs> I mean, I, I I hear the argument. <laughs> I hear the Basically, argument. Basically,
2: he's the best quarterback this season, and without him, the Texans would be shit.
0: Dude, like the amount that he's been able to ball out with this shit Texans team. Just kudos, man. (laughs) Kudos brother. (laughs) Like, oh my God. If
2: Jacksonville wasn't as good as they are, the Texans would be winning the division right now. (laughs) I mean, a 14 to one ratio for TD INT. Are you kidding me? (laughs) It's an Ohio state quarterback. Nevertheless, who never transitioned well to the NFL. ever ever now don't get me wrong i think justin fields would be in a better if he was in a better situation i think he would be just as good as cj stroud but that's neither here nor there uh yeah statistically speaking this has never happened before where a, a rookie quarterback has been this good and i cannot believe they dropped the game against carolina
0: no i mean it's honestly it's honestly unbelievable uh Tyler's saying, hey, no money mill, slander's allowed. Give Dougie the weapon CJ has. Look, man. What? No. What? CJ's all. On- has
2: tank. That's all he has is Tank Dell. I really? mean, what
0: do you mean? Weapons? These are
2: <laughs> these are not
0: superstar weapons, my guy. He's just getting the job done. And it's impressive. You know, it's impressive on multiple fronts, right? It's impressive on CJ, and it's also impressive on D'Amico fucking Ryan's Houston Texans legend getting it done in his first year as head coach. And I hope that pays the way as well as the outstanding play. I hope that pays the way for Antonio appears to be the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Cause I feel like that man's going to earn that job. I really do. I really, really do.
2: I'm looking at the depth chart right now for the Texans and my Lord, The amount of people on IR right now on both offense and defense is insane.
0: Yeah, and the fact this team is like, what, four and four?
2: Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable.
0: What is the Houston Texans?
2: Hey, shout (laughs) out, though, (laughs) this past game, DJ Stroud finding his uh, former Ohio State Buckeye receiver in Noah Brown, and they were balling out together, too. Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, both balling out in that game. Former Cowboys as well. Yep. God. We should have never have letting Dalton Schultz go, and it still pisses me off today that we let him go.
0: Man, four hundred and seventy yards, five TDs, you know, a seventy-one
2: completion, you
0: know, thirty for forty-two, just no like,
2: interceptions. Dude, what a game! He's throwing one interception. All season. And obviously there'll be more, you know, like he'll probably in the, he could
0: likely in the year with, let's say probably six picks. I mean, that's possible. Let's be real. We got a long season to go. He's still rooks. Mistakes are going to happen, but either way, he may throw five to six
2: picks, but he may end up throwing, you know, God bless 40 touchdowns. Man. I don't know if he gets over five interceptions this season. Honestly, they, I, I can't tell you how many times I have heard from numerous teams from numerous officials and numerous uh, people around the world of sports that C.J. Stroud does not talk and act like a rookie at all. Yeah. He talks and acts like a veteran. Good. Love it. Man, I I wonder
0: how Carolina's feeling right now.
2: (laughs) I think Carolina's in a different situation, to be completely honest, because they just fired their head coach last season. They got a brand-new spanking head coach this season who I think personally is is... a little bit more rough around the edges than what the Texans have. And uh, just don't have as good a talent as the Texans do as well. And plus, I was never really a big fan of Bryce Young or any uh, Alabama quarterback because Alabama quarterbacks are not what makes Alabama Alabama. Yeah, I I
0: think Texans has a more balanced team than Carolina, but I would argue that Carolina has at least two stronger pieces on the offense for Bryce to utilize that. He's just not. And that's Adam Thielen who is fucking balling out this year. Shout out to that on fantasy. Let's go. Uh, And Miles Sanders, who unfortunately has been underutilized. Um, Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. uh, So, I mean, he's got the talent. It's just in that regard. And plus got some good talent on defense. No Brian Burns this week though. He's on a concussion protocol protocol. So no Brian Burns this week. Uh, but uh, I, I would argue that you know the that I feel like they're almost to the same level, you know, of talent. It's just I really just think it's coaching number one. I, I really do, uh, and I think it's just I think CJ is better than Bryce Young. It's that's it. I CJ Young was my. CJ Young. CJ Stroud, uh, they just did <laughs> a freaking Dragon Ball Fusion just now. Uh, CJ Stroud was my number one in in all of my power rankings going into the draft, and I stood by that. You know, um, I knew Bryce would probably go first, but I fully believed in CJ Stroud being the best quarterback in the draft, personally. I think we all did. I think we were all in that bunk, weren't we?
2: Well, of course I was.
0: I know you were. I can't remember what Ricky was. <laughs> I, th- I think Ricky had CJ at number one.
2: I okay, I was, you know, obviously the bias for the Buckeyes, but uh, I was high on CJ Stroud just because of how well I mean, out of all of us here at ATFS, obviously I watched more tape on CJ yeah. than everybody else. Yep. I mean, but there's just something about him. I don't, I just it, his attitude, the way he, he goes about himself, the way he plays. It's just, it's unlike a rookie. I cannot remember the last time a rookie entered the NFL with, with a veteran mindset.
0: Right. Uh, What, Joe? Joe, Trevor? Is that the that's the first ones I can think of? Trevor, kind of debatable because he got shafted with Urban, but Joe?
2: <sighs> Man, I, I would say yes, but I don't know if... I think Joe entered with a little bit of an ego. Can you blame him? <laughs> I mean, no, I can't blame <laughs> him. But it, if I'm thinking correctly, the, the, the last quarterback off the top of my head that I can think of that entered the game of the NFL with a veteran mindset and went about himself, just calm, cool and collected Sam Bradford.
0: Yeah. God, what a throwback name there. Jesus Christ. Right? Tyler says famous Jameis.
2: No. No. (laughs) No. Him and Marcus Mariota that year, man, those two were both so full of themselves, even though they both got knocked out of the playoffs.
0: Oh, Tyler says JK. You said calm, cool, and collected. (laughs) I
2: don't know, man. I I would
0: put Joe and Trevor in that category personally.
2: See, I would too, but I—I I don't know. It might just be a recency bias those I think it is. Two. I think
0: it really is. Let's see. Outside of those guys, uh, mm, I really don't know. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say golf and Wince. They were after famous Jameis and Marcus. Yeah. Uh, Twenty seventeen. It was 2017 was that Miles? Yeah, that was Miles. So that, if that was Baker. I don't know. I'd argue Baker, honestly. Baker's always had that that, that chip. You know, Baker's always ready to throw some hands. So yeah,
2: I, but he's, I don't think he's, he's he was calm, cool, and collected entering. I mean, look at what he, I mean, he fair. was, he was so egotistical and people were comparing him to Johnny Manziel.
0: Fair. And we, I, we definitely can say it was not Kyler. That's for sure bro That man just wants to play his video games. Hey, Modern Warfare three just came out. Hopefully, he's having a great time. Or, I mean, the campaign True. did. The multiplayer is coming out Friday. Hopefully, he'll, yep. hopefully he'll have a fun time. Uh, let's see. Did I have anything else? I think that might have been my main points. Yeah, that was all my main points. That's all I had. Uh, do you got any uh, points from the weekend you want to shout out?
2: Uh, I think Will Levis will bounce back. I, th- I think you know. Alright, hold just-
0: on. Hold on. I have a question. And I just noticed this. Did you change the ticker and put the Bears in the worst franchise in football, or did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> did you do that when you held the showdown for me when I was on vacation? Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it transferred over to my to mine, I didn't know how to do that. Because <laughs> you did that on your computer. I didn't know he would transfer over to mine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just noticed that. (laughs) If if you go back and watch that one that I did host, I also put something along the lines of like Shane smells or something just to throw his name out there, (laughs) but I deleted it afterwards.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: that just came across the
0: bottom for me on our very slow-moving ticker, and I was just like, what the <laughs> hell was that? Oh, we got Ricky in here real quick. What's up, Ricky?
1: Man, I'm here the rest of the show. I'll tell you what, I ended up having to call a ball game over here at Sheridan tonight, and um, it ended up being uh, just a just a 12-minute half for the first game, and then it was a full girls game, and now I'm here for the rest of the show.
0: All right, cheers to that. Cheers to that. How you doing, man? Up, oh, and he's gone.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, and he's back.
0: <laughs> That's it, I say can <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. How you doing, Ricky?
1: I'm all right now. If you knew the best this morning, it's like, probably been pretty bad. My first game last night was a woodlawn box game. I ended up having to te- give a technical foul to the box I had girls coach. He's been a dick, and so, <laughs> and so and so I was ticked off about. It. I'm like, this is my alma mater here. What the what the crap, people? And so, but other than that, like, like I said, it's it's been a pretty good day.
0: Good to hear. I, I made sure <clears> to <throat> shout out all your points at the very beginning of the show, so I would not forget it.
1: Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I usually I just leave some things just in case you guys. Uh, run into it I, I didn't know exactly what i was all y'all going to talk to but I, w- I will say this much as far as football news goes i think the biggest thing right now um is the sign stealing yeah and i think i think there's a whole lot more to it than what meets the eye uh at first all all fingers reporting toward jim harbaugh now it's more now now there's going to be more that's that's possibly but um i'm starting to wonder if anything's even going to come out of it because if, if i'm not mistaken I read an article today that the NCAA has not found any fault in Michigan or anything like that. So we'll we'll see how it comes out.
0: Yeah, we well, we dove into that quite a bit where it's like, you know, we should be getting an answer honestly soon because this is gonna impact, you know, Big Ten championship. This is gonna impact, you know, playoffs. Like this is like this could all go into effect soon if they if they find anything, you know, concrete and move forward. And with it, it needs to. Yeah. It really needs to. That this needs to get figured out quick because this is obviously a very, very big deal. Uh, and also tagging into that, the thing that we kind of talked about is like, you know, you know, obviously if uh, they get like a playoff ban, bowl ban for a few years, you know, there's no way Jim Harbaugh is sticking around. It's like, would he even get hired somewhere? Like, would he get hired in the pros? Would a GM actually hire him? You know, because I know he's been linked to the Bears for like three years. And I am at me as a Bears fan. I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I really want or need that controversy up in
1: Chicago right now. We're already shitty enough. Um, well, I'll, I'll I'll put it this way, though, Alex. Robert Kraft has been through two two major scandals with Bill Belichick. (laughs) Jim Harbaugh will get a job at the pros somewhere regardless. I I personally think he's gone regardless. And and that's just me. Um, Because here's the thing. He's he's losing a slew of the starters. He's losing that core group uh, that's played for him the last two years. Um, And this is probably going to be his last chance for at least another two years to even win a championship. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know if he sticks around after this year.
0: That's fair. That's fair, you know. I've been seeing a lot of reports for the past about month that he's keeping a close eye on the Bears' job. Uh, that's the one that I've seen the most, uh, which kind of makes me scared. And to now be with honest all with
1: you, and to be honest with you, I think Justin Fields sticks around if they hire Jim Harbaugh as a coach. I think and I do think do. Jim Harbaugh could really help him help his game.
2: I, I do yeah, as Jim, well. Jim is obviously a quarterback guy, so I, I do think he sticks around.
0: It's honestly also going to depend on if we get the first pick again. If we get the first pick again, unfortunately, Justin's gone. Uh, he's gone. Marvin
2: Harrison Jr., take it. Take it all day long. I, well, get him the best receiver that has come through the draft in years.
0: No, I, I agree with you 100%. Like If the Bears, let's say, have the first and second pick or the first and the third pick, uh, we're drafting Marvin Harrison the third pick. We're drafting Caleb Williams with the first pick. I mean, that's just what they're going to do. Do I like that? No. But is that what's going to happen? Yes. Doesn't yeah, matter. You, who the I, coach here's is. the
1: thing. I mean, I, I mean, Caleb Williams. I, I think he's shown a good, a, a good poise as far as offense goes and everything like that. But when it comes to, down to a breakdown situation, where it comes to pressure, uh, winning big games, we haven't seen that from him, especially this year. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. We're, we're going to see them lose at least another game, if not two more games this year. Uh, before he, got, I mean, I understand that, you know, there, there's a big, there's a huge difference between the pros and college. You have some college quarterbacks who are terrible in college, but find some way to win the pros and vice versa. But I just like, I mean, if I'm the Bears, I'm not picking a quarterback. I, I'm picking Marvin Harrison, like, like, like Jacob has said. Um, I, I think I, you can write this down, Jacob. Marvin Harrison's gonna be rookie of the year next year when it's all said and done. I really think he could make it that much of an impact on a football team. And I think he can make an impact right now if he was if, if they let if if he would if he was eligible for the draft this past year.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. You know, with with the Bears and having uh what looks like it's gonna be two top five picks, I mean it it, you, it can go so many ways. I mean, depending on where they are, the Bears are gonna draft a quarterback. Then that second pick, it's like do you just go ahead and get Marvin? Uh, I say yes, that's my number one pick. Or do you get like Joe Alt out of Notre Dame or the uh, tackle from Penn State? Do you get Brock Bowers? I mean, it's going to be one. Of, it's going to basically going to be a quarterback and a choice of one of those four. So it's 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 kind of fascinating. I I personally don't want to get Drake May or Caleb Williams, but at the same time, I do have that. Uh, I do have FOMO of like what if Caleb Williams really is the next Patrick Mahomes? What if he is? We don't know. We can say that he's not, but what if he is? We don't fucking know. And then the Bears missed out on that again. So, I don't know, man. I'm just riding I just, this
2: train. I just want to point out something. Uh, I had ESPN pulled up on my other monitor uh, on YouTube TV uh, for, for the top 25. And I just looked over because I, I haven't looked over in probably since that ended. Yep. Why am I watching Dallas Mavericks legend Dirk Nowinski playing pickleball? <laughs> that
0: sounds like great television. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sounds like great television. Why am I watching one of my favorite? Oh, Jason Kidd is on the other team. <laughs> hey, just
0: some retired guys, man, enjoying some pickleball. I haven't played. Jason Kidd basketball coach, coach. Yeah, he is. Yeah, did, he was. Yeah, did you see where pickleball is going to yeah, be no, in Olympics? Be the Olympics? Everything. I did see where pickleball is going
2: to be in the Olympics. I also saw where flag football would be in the Olympics. That's huge. And baseball and softball, too, which is really huge. It should have been baseball and softball, should have been in the Olympics a long time ago. Right. I mean, excited. Well, I think
1: baseball at one point was they took it out.
2: Okay. Japan is going to run over everybody in the Olympics for baseball. (laughs) Yeah, true. Especially Otani over there.
0: Uh, All right. Uh, Ricky, is, is there anything in particular that you would like to shout out and talk about since you're just popping in? Because if not, we were going to hit our dicks of the week and then hit our picks.
2: Before you say anything, Ricky, can you please tell me your opinion on the Martavis Bryant? Ah, signing? yes,
0: yes, yes. The Jerry Jones so,
2: move. So what, what'd you say now? The I think it's fucking stupid that we signed Martavis Bryant.
1: I'm at. I mean, I don't, I don't I wouldn't understand that. It's almost like Ricky, I think I we're losing at all. you. I think
0: we're losing you.
1: I, I, I'm in a rough area right here between Sheridan and the White I'll, I'll be back in his. Like I said, it'll be fine. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good talk. <laughs> Oh, what a legend. What a legend. Uh, all right. I don't know how quickly he's going to join back in. So, let, oh, there he is. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> I, hate, I
1: hate being out of nowhere. Uh, Martinez Bryant. No, it's, I don't understand it.
0: it's a Jerry Jones move, though. Let's be honest. I think we can all agree to that. It is. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is. All right, uh, let's hit our dicks of the week, and we'll head into picks and work our way out of here, boys. All right, it's time for our dicks of the week. It's time to grip it and rip it. If you're new to the show, our dicks of the week is our most disappointing moment of the week, our most infuriating moment of the week, most confusing, most hype, and most shocking. Uh, For me, my most disappointing is Air Force getting beat down to the extent they did, uh, and Miami losing. Because like I said earlier when I touched on the Miami game, this is Miami. It's just a team that will win games that you don't think they're supposed to win and lose games they are not supposed to lose. And this is one of those games they should not have lost. Uh, my most infuriating uh, was the fact that Georgia snuck out with a win. I really thought Missouri was going to pull this off uh, and just didn't. So I was I was actually pretty heated when I saw that. Uh, you know, Saturday night uh, most confusing. We already kind of touched on it earlier. Kind of blew Jacob away when he when he when he saw it. But definitely the Patriots. Uh, being two and seven right now, and all the talk around them that Bill Belichick could get fired, and just, just what a what a wild time right now it is for the Patriots. Uh, the most hype moment: Antonio Pierce getting a big dub for the Las Vegas Raiders. That was pretty sick. And my Hawaii Rainbow Warriors catching a dub this weekend, baby. Let's go! Uh, and the most shocking for me. Seattle getting the living shit kicked out of them by Baltimore. I know Baltimore is a damn good team, but I expected a little bit more fight out of the Seattle Seahawks. And those were my dicks of the week.
2: I'll go next. (laughs) Uh, Disappointing is the fact that this could be the end of Daniel Jones's career uh, in New York. Oh yeah. It's, It's unfortunate because even though the Giants are obviously division rivals with the Cowboys, I have the utmost respect for that team specifically. Fuck the other two teams. Uh, And I, I'm a big Daniel Jones fan. I really like the guy. I think he's, he's a, he's a good guy off the field and he can be a really good guy on the field, but just unfortunate that his career is going to come to an end in, in New York with a potential season ending injury. Um, infuriating I'm going to chalk it up to K-State not knocking off Texas which highly pissed me off they had that game uh, and they made me lose my parlay oh no (laughs) I don't blame you on that one bud my eight leg parlay which that was the only one I did not hit on that hurts Yeah, I I I hate it. Uh confusing Oklahoma State. Where was this team earlier this year? True. That was one of Ricky's If this points. team started out like they are now, back when this season first started, they'd be where Oklahoma's sitting at in the top ten. I would think. Most hype. Uh I'm gonna give it to my boy CJ Strayler. I don't blame you, dude. That was incredible. That I like I said earlier, th- this is unlike anything else we've ever seen out of a rookie quarterback in quite some time. I don't I don't know the last time that a rookie quarterback has entered the uh, NFL with this much dominance on a shitty team. Yeah. Uh, shocking would have to be. I'll give it to Joshua Dobbs. Oh, true. I should have made that my shocking, honestly. I he I think gave a lot of Minnesota fans hope that the season is not dead. True. P's and P's to Kirk Cousins, though. Another huh. quarterback who I have mad respect for, even though he used to play in the division, but very underrated. Facts.
0: All right, Ricky, what about that was you? My dicks of the week. Ricky, it's time to grip it and rip it. <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, disappoint, uh, disappointing, um, my Jacksonville State team did not get it done against South Carolina. They were tied in the third quarter, and then they laid an egg in the fourth quarter, so I, I'll go in and put that as disappointing. Um, infuriating, um, even though I'm not a New York Jets fan, um, it, it, it's just infuriating to know how much talent that team actually has. True. That team has a load of talent, y'all, and to be as up and down as what they have been, you're at home. And I know the Chargers have have a good keep have some good keep pieces defensively, but you should have scored a lot more than what you did against that Chargers team. Uh, but you know, hats off to the Chargers for definitely uh, for getting that dub though. They they definitely needed that dub. Uh, confusing <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, I mean, I you know they've been up and down. You know, we've seen we've seen them go up and down, and all of a sudden, and I can even vice versa say Miami. Because, I mean, Miami's had two really big games now that they could have capitalized on and did not show up. Um, so, you know, so you could go either way. Hype moment, even though it's only going to last for a week, <laughs> give me my Razorbacks, baby. Got to give me my Razorbacks. That's a big dub going down to Florida, beating Florida in Gainesville for the first time ever. And, guys, I think now Billy Napier could be out if he does not win – there's a possibility he's going to lose out the rest of the season. And if he does, you might be looking for somebody else to be coach of Florida next year. Florida uh, Florida fans are way more impatient than what Arkansas fans are. And then shock, my, my shocking uh, – let's see, shocking. Do I have anything that's real shocking? I mean, I, jo- Joshua Dobbs was definitely a good one. Um, let's see. I really didn't really have much that really shocked me, though. I mean, that, that's just the thing. I mean, you could say Hawaii won a game, but they didn't play anybody. So – let me let me have
0: one thing, man.
1: Hey, hey, Arkansas! I, I was shocked Arkansas didn't screw it up. There you go. That's, I, I was shocked they didn't screw it up.
2: <laughs> hey, man, you got one thing wrong. Florida's beating What's Florida that? State still.
1: I'm telling you, it's not, dude. If they play like they did against Arkansas, they're not beating anybody.
2: I promise you. I I I I have been predicting this since the off season this pa- like I'm pretty sure pretty sure at the beginning of the off season I was predicting this Florida is beating Florida State at the end of the season
1: <laughs> we'll see man we'll see
0: <clears throat> All right and that was all of our dicks of the week I got to still make that into a shirt <laughs> Got to make that into a shirt. Got to put it in the merch store. Uh, Probably got to put it in our merch store, which is Sparky3Shop.com. I don't know if Agent Inc. will let me put that one on on a shirt. (laughs) 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 So may have to do that one for a good old uh, Sparky3Shop shirt. It's been a while since I put something new on there anyway. Uh, All right, boys. Let's get to our picks. Wrap up the show gloriously. Let me hit some music over here. All right. Let me uh, turn it up a little bit, hear it a little bit better. All right, let's kick things off with Wyoming at UNLV.
2: Give me Wyoming. Give me Las Vegas.
1: I will also take Las Vegas.
0: I'm going to skip the next one because I don't know if it will be game of the week yet. I still haven't decided to get we- I don't know game of the weeks yet. Like We'll figure it out here in a minute. Uh, Temple and South Florida.
2: Give me. Fuck
0: Temple. <laughs> Shout out to
2: Tyler. Give, give me South Florida, man. That, that South Florida team has been playing tenacious this season. They haven't won much, but they still have been playing tenacious, especially against Alabama.
1: Yeah, uh, so take South Florida.
2: Alabama at Kentucky, give me Alabama. This is about to be a blowout. Give me Bama.
1: Yep, make it three.
2: Maryland at Nebraska, give me the Turtles. Yeah, give me Maryland, even though Maryland has a two and four record in the Big Ten right now.
1: <laughs> give me Nebraska. Okay.
0: Uh, next up, this game right here you, at one point has been a terrible game of the week, uh, you know, slot with Wagner and Long Island. Give me, uh, I don't know. Give me, uh, they both suck. Give me a Wagner. Give me a Wagner.
2: <laughs> I want to say I'm, I'm pretty sure we picked this game last year for a terrible game of the week. I, and I'm I pretty sure Wagner last and year. And I'm pretty and sure the I first lost.
0: season with me and Tyler, me and Tyler picked this for terrible game of the week. Also, this is like a staple. Give me Long Island because
2: I've, I've picked Wagner a lot this season and every time they let me down.
0: You know, yeah, fair. I'm changing to Long Island. Give me LIU, baby. Uh, my favorite
1: my favorite alcohol drink, Long Island ice tea.
0: <laughs> all right, let's get it. Uh, all right, next up, we'll skip that one for now. Uh, Georgia Tech and Clemson. This is tough, honestly. George, Clemson coming off the big dub. Over Notre Dame, but George Tech's played some really good ball this year.
1: I yeah, think they this, have, is and where,
2: they... uh, this is the start of the the up and up for Clemson. I think that win last week really helped boost their confidence, even though this team is pretty mediocre this season. Uh but I really like Georgia Tech here because statistically they are the better team. So give me Georgia Tech.
1: Yeah, I, I was about to say Georgia Tech likes to score a lot. And they uh one thing I really like is when it cut when it comes down to the nitty gritty, that defense will step up at times and shocks at people. I'm gonna take Georgia Tech as well.
0: Gimme Clemson. Gimme Clemson. At home. Uh next up, North Dakota and
1: South Dakota. Give me South I pick South Dakota. I pick South Dakota to beat South Dakota State and I was way wrong. Sorry, Jackrabbit. Um gimme North Dakota. Hmm.
0: Gimme North Dakota. Uh let's see. Ole Miss and Georgia. Um I tried calling the upset last week and it bit me in the ass. Give me Georgia.
2: Listen, I said it earlier on this show. If Missouri came within nine points of beating these Bulldogs, Ole Miss will beat them. Ole Miss overall Uh, is a better team than Missouri. Give me the Rebels.
1: Mm. I'm taking Georgia.
2: Please, I have faith. Please, please.
1: Please, somebody (laughs) knock
2: off the freaking Bulldogs. Give me Ole Miss. Give me
0: Ole Miss. All right, next up, one of Ricky's terrible Game of the Week nominees that I can't bring myself to make it the terrible Game of the Week. We have Western Illinois and Indiana State.
2: Ah! (laughs) Ah!
1: I can't I do two, it Look, I had two listen, terrible games and all listen, of them were I, over
0: I included,
1: you, can't, you can't make this up
0: <laughs> I included both of them for you but I did not make them the terrible game of the week because honestly I felt really bad after what happened with Northwestern Stakes we picked on them for two weeks and then obviously we saw the news so I felt really we gotta stop picking on the FCS <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's so easy when all know. Them are over. we gotta stop though <laughs> But that's the problem, though. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't take a three, four win team and say, "Oh, it's a terrible game of the I week." Know. When you got literally two teams who have not won a game, I understand. Four, actually. It, it's just, I,
0: we got to stop bullying them.
2: <laughs> We're the reason why these teams suck. <laughs> We're the reason these teams are talked about.
0: That's actually fair. <laughs> I have friends that will hit me up about the show and it's just like, what fucking team are you talking about? Like
1: I said, when I first listened to this show, this was three years ago when you when I was not on there yet. You guys are bringing up Division three teams, <laughs> Division two teams. I remember y'all bringing up an NAIA team. And the only reason I knew they were an NAIA team is because Williams, when I worked at school, that's an NAIA school. So, <laughs> man, I don't... <laughs> we're the only reason these teams are even shout
0: out to baylor mary harding or whatever the school's called i think tyler still follows them
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right all right western illinois and in indiana state give me the sycamores
2: that's a that's a cooler name
0: i agree give me the sycamores i didn't even know that was her name but i see it on their logo now that's the only
1: yeah, reason why do it, I knew to it it's in the logo. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I I am a Sycamore's man, the Sycamores.
0: All right, now it's my game of the week. Miami at fuck Florida State.
1: You, you made this a game of the week? It's my it game, game of the, of the week.
0: week. My personal game Dude. of the week. This you, is the Florida, most important honest, game to of God, the week. Do
2: you think Miami has a chance?
0: Yes, I do. Tell I, me why. If, if this is the same Miami team that we have seen flashes from, like we beat the dog shit out of Texas a and M, I I think this, like, again, Miami is a team that will lose games that we're not supposed to fucking lose and win games that we can that we weren't supposed to win. I genuinely believe if the same team, if, if the team that has shown flashes, if the TVD that has shown flashes this year shows up this weekend, Miami can win this game. I really do believe that. My mindset on Fuck Florida State is not the same that it was going into the season. I still think they're good. I think they're a great team. I think they are fifth best team in the nation. I, I put Washington above them. But I see the cracks in the armor. We have a lot of cracks in the armor, but we have shown explosiveness. I think Miami has a chance to win this game. Will they win the game? That, I don't know. Fuck Florida State will probably end up winning, but I genuinely believe Miami has an actual shot.
1: In the I last two seasons, it took my it took Miami five total overtimes to beat Virginia. I'm taking Florida State. I do not blame will, you, but fuck you.
2: I will agree with you <laughs> that Florida State has shown a lot of cracks in the armor. And honestly... I think they're the sixth best team in the country, Behind? maybe even the seventh. Okay. I think Washington, Oregon, and Texas are all better than Florida State right now. Okay. I don't know about um,
1: Texas, but I'll like get the two.
2: I hate to do this to you, Alex, because every time I have predicted this for one of your teams, it has happened. This game's going to overtime. <laughs> I love it. Now that over time, I'm cool. Right? <laughs> 35 to 33. Give me the canes. Yeah, let's go.
0: <laughs> let's go, baby. Oh, Big boy. weekend this weekend. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm pumped. Let's w- I'm ready to watch this game. All right. Tennessee and Missouri. Give me Missouri.
2: Yeah, give me Missouri. I don't know why Tennessee is in the top 15.
0: I will also take Missouri. Duke and North Carolina. Big rivalry matchup here. Duke's kind of falling off a cliff, but they're still a good football team. North Carolina's also falling off a cliff, but they're still a good football team. Give me North Carolina. Same.
1: Yeah, I, I, three weeks ago, I would have taken Duke in a heartbeat, but I'm, I'm taking North Carolina.
0: West Virginia and Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma. Give
2: me the Mountaineers, baby. Ooh, I like it. Oklahoma's dropping out of top 25 this week.
1: Yep, make it three in a row for Oklahoma's losing streak. Go to to West Virginia. Okay, all right.
0: Uh, USC at Oregon. Give me Oregon.
2: Why do I have a feeling that USC is about to knock off Oregon? I was thinking the same fucking thing. Why (laughs) do I have a feeling that the script writers are scripting up a comeback story for (laughs) Caleb Williams right now? You know, they had yeah, it all they're gonna be the, like, I'm gonna, the news. He was up. crying to his mama in the stands. And that just fuels the fire for Caleb Williams to come back out and throw six touchdowns to knock off the Ducks. But it's not going to happen. Give me work.
1: Your- yeah, I, know, I, I was about to say, because you were talking about, you know, the script writers and everything like that, because this is what's going to happen. If USC does end up pulling this off, I will the script making ESPN to let Caleb Williams win the Heisman for a second year in a row. But it's not going to happen. Oregon's going to
0: win. Uh, next up, Utah and Washington. It's going to be a big game this weekend. Give me the Huskies, though.
2: Utah's been looking pretty weak for some reason here recently. but then the past, like, three weeks. Give me Washington by double digits.
1: Yeah, I mean, if Washington's defense shows up, that's one thing. But the problem is they're not scoring as much. And Washington can score at will. It not matter who the defense is. Give me Washington. Uh,
0: next up, Ricky's other terrible game of the week nominee, uh, Warford and the Citadel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> give me Warford in this one.
2: <laughs> I love the Citadel's name so much. Give, give me them just based purely on their name. Wolford's got a better logo,
0: though, but the Citadel's got a better name.
2: Wolford has a logo of a derpy dog. Yeah,
0: and that's a great fucking logo to me. I love it. That is a cute doggo. I'm here for it. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: give, me, give me the derpy dog. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't disrespect a derpy dog I like that. Uh, next up, Arizona, Colorado. Give me Arizona, but I wouldn't be shocked if Colorado finally gets it together and gets a win.
2: I don't think so. Arizona's been playing tough-mouth uh, football so far this season. They played everybody pretty well, and I think they're going to finish the season strong, and I think they're going to finish the season ranked.
0: Wait, you think Colorado's going to yeah, finish ranked or Arizona? I'm
1: sorry. Arizona. Okay. If Arizona would have beat US a few weeks back, I wouldn't have had to put up a USA in the top from five
0: as long as win this game. Okay. I think I heard what he said. Did you say Arizona? Yeah,
2: sure.
1: Totally, Ricky. (laughs) Uh, We heard the sign. Hang on.
0: I heard the hang on.
1: All right. So anyway, what I was saying is had Arizona beat USC a few weeks back, I would have had to put up USC being in the top 25. But they're going to beat Colorado, and Colorado could lose out.
0: Colorado really could lose out. They got a tough road ahead. Yeah, Uh, I don't see them being bull eligible. Next up, Texas State at Coastal Carolina. Give me the teal field of Coastal Carolina. Give me Texas State. Give me the Bobcats
2: on this one.
1: Big game, big game this week. Uh, Texas State finds, finds really good ways to win. Uh, Coastal Carolina has been up and down, uh, but I think Texas State will pull this off.
0: Next up, uh, Southern Illinois at North Dakota State. Give me North Dakota State. Same.
2: Yeah, same.
0: Arburn what is Southern at-
2: Illinois' mascot?
0: Is it a greyhound?
2: What? That's not, I don't think that's a greyhound. not a
0: greyhound. That's, not, um, that's a good question. Another derpy dog. It's not a derpy. Hold on.
2: Honestly, yeah, it is a derp dog, but <laughs> what the hell is that name?
0: Look, I'm horrible at pronouncing words. Okay, I am I am a dumb <laughs> a dumb American. All right, the Salukis, huh? <laughs> just just look it up. Look what it up. What the hell, a Saluki? <laughs> it's like a uh, look again. I don't know how to pronounce words. What a randomness!
2: So it's mascot. like it's like
1: it's like there, there's a skull down oh, they here. I have an article Hermitage, about it. It's one of, it's one of the first things. And and I've always wanted to ask what the hell a hermit is.
0: Sorry, I'll, they have an article on their website. Like literally, when you look up the team, and you the very first like link is you know the Southern Illinois University Athletics official athletics website. Literally, the first link under that is what is their mascot.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like that is the first article underneath that is like what the hell is their mascot G- give me north dakota say this is too complicated uh Arburn at arkansas give me auburn
1: same give me the riserbacks <laughs> very
2: reluctantly
0: <laughs> all right east kentucky at uca give me uca
1: agreed yeah, UCA back in the top 25. Uh, yeah, I'll take UCA.
0: Iowa State at BYU. Give me BYU. Same. Same. Our FCS matchup of the week, we have Penn at Harvard. Good Ivy League matchup here. I think one's undefeated. One's got one loss. I think's what it is. Uh, really, really good matchup. I'm feeling Harvard at home.
1: I am as well. Yep, make it 3-for-3. Three three.
0: And our FBS game of the week, Michigan at Penn State. That should 100% be a night game. Wide out. Even if that's not the case, I'm still going to go with the Nittany Lions.
2: So, I predicted... <laughs> back in the offseason, that Ohio State was going to beat Penn State, Penn State was going to beat Michigan, and Michigan was going to beat Ohio State. I'm still sticking to that. Penn State wins.
1: Uh, I will be the loner and take Michigan.
2: That's fair.
0: And our terrible game of the week, to Ricky's dismay, uh, we have Sam Houston State at Louisiana Tech.
2: Give me Louisiana Tech. Same. Sam Houston State is a good football or an okay football team that's just been playing horrible.
1: Louisiana Tech's not much better, but i lot Tech should win.
0: All right, we got. Let's get to the NFL picks, boys. Knock these out real quick. All right, we got a, we got a big matchup on Thursday, boys. We have Carolina at Chicago. <laughs> Big matchup, boys. <laughs> oh, what a matchup here. Give me the Bears. Same.
1: Aren't you usually bad at picking Bears games though, Alex? Oh, I'm notoriously I'm
0: notoriously bad at Bears games.
1: He picked it right last week.
0: I think I can only think of like maybe 5 times that I've picked a Bears game correct. Yeah, I'm I'm
1: also going to take the Bears. Indy at New England, give me Indy. Same. Yep. Bye-bye, Bill Belichick.
0: (laughs) All right. Give me Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know on this one. This one's tough, honestly. Battle of the mids.
2: Is Pittsburgh mid, though? Oh, yeah.
1: Pittsburgh
2: has a mid team. Oh, yeah. Give me me the Steelers. Unbelievable
0: defense, mid-ass offense.
2: True, but that defense is, has won them those five games. Let's be real here. Kenny Pickett is not a good quarterback. Unfortunately. Give me Green Bay.
1: Uh, I'm taking Pitt.
0: New Orleans at Minnesota. Uh, let me ride the hype train. Give me uh, Josh Dobbs and the Vikings.
2: Agreed.
1: I got third for three.
0: The Texans at Cincinnati. Jacob, you got a, you got a hard pick on this one.
2: Yeah, I. uh, Two Ohio State quarterbacks go head to head in the state of Ohio.
0: Poetic. Give me Cincinnati. They're starting to figure things out.
1: Who'd you pick, Jacob?
2: I honestly don't know. (laughs) I can make a case for both teams. Give me Cincinnati just because they're home.
1: Ah, screw it. I'll take the upset. Give me Houston. Uh,
0: Cleveland at Baltimore. Give me Baltimore.
2: Give me Cleveland because that defense is nasty.
1: Yeah, and usually I think the last time Baltimore won up a pretty hyped up game, they end up getting beat the very next game. Cleveland guys are starting to sneak up in that division too. Uh, if Cleveland wins this game, they're going to make it even more interesting than what it already is. I'm going for the hype on the division. Give me Cleveland.
2: That's fair. That whole division's on fire right now. Facts. Baltimore's it 72 is. and everybody else is 5-3. and three. That's one of the best. And yep. they started out pretty shit, too. Yeah, they did. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, Tennessee at Tampa Bay. Give me Tampa Bay.
2: Uh, give me Will Love the bounce-back game.
1: Uh, you
0: said this, Tennessee and Tampa Bay. Yep.
1: Tennessee, Tampa. Huh? This is hard too. Cause Tampa's defense sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Tennessee San Fran
0: and Jacksonville. I feel like this will finally come with San Fran's like bounce back game, but I don't know, man. Jacksonville coming off the bye Got a big win before the bye. Like, give give me Jacksonville, man. They've won five straight.
2: Yeah, but those five wins are against pretty weak teams, though. Hey, shut the fuck up. We've won five straight. What can the Cowboys <laughs> say? Hey, now hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's what I
0: fucking thought. Make you your pick.
2: Better teams than what you guys haven't had five. Make your span. pick, you coward. <laughs> Give me Duval Nation, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, As much as I like, as much as I like Jacksonville, Stan Fran has the better defense. There's definitely no doubt about that. However, Brock Purdy is starting to look like a Mister irrelevant. I'm going to also take Jacksonville.
0: All right, there we go. Uh, Detroit at the charges. Give me Detroit.
2: Give me Detroit, but I think they could possibly catch an L here.
1: I agree, but I'll tell you Detroit for for the same reason.
0: Atlanta at Arizona, I think for the first time all season, give me Arizona. (laughs) Dude.
1: Arizona at who? Atlanta. No, give me Atlanta.
0: Kyle Murray's coming back this weekend. Where's it at? At Arizona. Give me Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Washington at Seattle. Uh, Give me Washington. Same.
1: Which Washington is going to show up? That's a great question. That's always the question. And then last week, Seattle looked looked absolutely horrible last week. They've got to have some kind of a bounce back game. Um, I'll take Seattle. Uh,
0: Giants, Cowboys, Cowboys. Yep. Yep. Jets in Vegas. Uh, give me Vegas.
2: Give me the Jets. The Jets are still rocking with Sam Wilson. They announced it this, uh, I think it was today, actually. So, give me, give me the Jets. What
1: are they announced by Sam
2: Wilson? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is starting this week. They There was talks that he might get benched, but Robert Saleh is going with Zach Wilson for the time being. Okay, give me the Jets. Uh,
0: and then the Monday night game, that should have been flexed, but they did not flex it. Uh, Denver and Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. Yep, same.
1: Yeah, Buffalo bounces back this week.
0: All right, boys. Made it through all of our picks. Shout out to that. We have reached the end of our show. This one ended up being uh, right at like two hours.
2: Oh. I just realized... I picked two of the top four teams to go down this week. Yeah, you did.
1: Hey, hey, crazier things have happened in college football. Crazier uh, things have happened in college football. Why do
2: I think though? I can't be the only one on this. This weekend has
1: the potential for a lot of upsets. Well, see, and that's the confusing thing about this entire season is that we have we've only seen maybe one, maybe two major upsets, and they really haven't been top five top ten teams have been this mediocre I mean yeah you could say Kansas and Oklahoma but I mean but but everybody knew you know Kansas has been pretty good Um, I think when Virginia knocked off North Carolina that was the first major upset that we've had we have not had another major major upset this year it's bound to happen
0: yeah it's like like what Ricky's been saying for a while this is just a really weird football season in, in NFL and college Man, I swear
2: no. to God, Alabama's going to squeak in. Yeah. I oh, yeah, they swear. are. At this point, I believe. They're going it.
0: Uh, All right, boys. I'm going to hit the music. Uh, we're going to make our way out here. Any last thoughts? Any last words?
1: Go, Hogs.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: all right. Shout out. Go, Canes, baby. Let's go. Yeah, go, Canes. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Get go the big.
1: Ricky. I had to, man. I'm sorry. Y'all picked against Arkansas. Y'all picked against Arkansas every single week. Y'all have never once picked Arkansas to win.
0: Alright, you know what? Fair. <laughs> I won't argue with you on that one. That's that's fair. <laughs> but this is different, Ricky. I just picked against Arkansas just to pick against them. You're picking against Miami against my most hated school.
1: No, I'm picking against Miami because Miami sucks and wow. Florida's a good Florida State's a good football team.
0: Fuck you. Coming in here ruin my vibes.
1: Uh, I'm just, i just saying. Hey, I picked against Arkansas all year. You guys cannot pick against your favorite teams. I understand it. Right.
0: All right. Well, we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, Ricky, thanks for popping in. I, I knew you were busy, so yes, sir. appreciate you. Have a you good dude. one. You too, man. Have a good night. Uh, so, if you made it all the way to the end, we appreciate the hell out of you. Make sure to check out some uh, Rogue Energy with a referral link down below and promo code Sparky3 to get 10 percent off as well as use the referral link for Agent Inc. and buy a jersey. Uh, Until next time, guys, have a good one. See ya.